0: Welcome to another episode of the Splitting Hairs Podcast, presented by Jackrabbit Illustrated. In this episode, the B-Team recaps the Hobo Day game and talks about the upcoming you and I game. Splitting Hairs Podcasts are all presented by Drake's Place, Cottonwood Coffee, and are also sponsored by Dakota Iron Equipment, Shenanigans Pub, and Culver's of Brookings in Watertown. Now here's your hosts, Ben and Brendan
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome into the bt podcast where ben has figured out how to exactly milk how as much time as physically possible before the show so he can arrive sort of on time a he <laughs> showed up and we started he ran off to grab a beer oh my god it better be ears up and if you're putting crap in it i'm gonna slap you anyways um we are the B-Team, uh, brought to you by Jack Rabbit Hill, Illustrated, part of the Splitting Heroes podcast group. Also on the FCS Fans Nation podcast network. Um, thanks for joining us. If you are listening, this is kind of a special Tuesday edition. We'd like to say thank you to our title sponsor, <laughs> title sponsors, um, Drake's Place in Bottle, South Dakota. Uh, stop on by if you want Phenomenal Pizza, um, Uh, calzone sandwiches uh chicken Uh, they got everything there breakfast the whole nine yards um ben has already been fined he's not even here so he doesn't get fined he's just here getting fined amazing um and then also thank you to our other title sponsor cottonwood coffee and bistro in brookings south dakota Um, stop into Minnesota area Walmarts to pick yourself up some if you can't get to Brookings. If you are in Brookings, stop by, grab a cup of coffee, some breakfast. Or if you want to order online, go online, order yourself some delicious coffee from the Cottonwood Coffee and Bistro. Online, use the code JI22 for 10% off your order at at the checkout. Some items might not apply. So, Thank you everybody for joining us. Now we got that lengthy bit done. See, I just um,
2: I had full confidence that you could handle that without me. Yeah, um uh,
1: thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, also, man, we got... I Forgot I wanted a red beer, so I had to make myself one quick. Why, Why do you gotta ruin beer? Why? Why? And that better not mm. be in ears up or I'm gonna slap you. What no, I wouldn't do that. Beer doesn't need shit in it. Just just bush light. This isn't Good like beer, a martini it doesn't need shit in it with a lot of olives right this isn't a martini you know that right i
2: understand
1: it's such a it's such a dakota's thing to put crap in your beer like i didn't know that was a thing until i moved out here and Mm -hmm. i was appalled and shocked and yeah i don't know my wife loves it that and the pickles and beer um Ariel loves pickles and beer. So my favorite thing is when we're out of state and then she orders pickles and beer and they just they're like, I don't know. So they grab a handful of pickle chips and drop them in the beer (laughs) like you heathens (laughs) deserve. Okay. (laughs) Along those
2: lines, it was, I think uh, about a year ago and like it was scarring. That's why I remember exactly when it happened. I ordered a red beer with olives. They gave me chopped green olives
1: that is exactly what you deserve i hope they got yeah. stuck in your teeth you. oh drinking. it was
2: like it was so like chunky and gross oh and you're trying to drink it
0: <laughs> well isn't that what happens with full olives it's chunky and
1: gross er- no 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 point. she does green olives so See? still it's true still i don't i don't uh, just yeah, yeah that's really. exactly what you deserve if i opened a bar <laughs> in south dakota i think i would do that just to be a, a pest about it um Shout out to my wife. I got new headphones. These things are sweet. These things are awesome. I'm pretty Congrats. excited about those. So, um, Anyways, but it's a uh, heck of a game this week. Uh, like Jim Poppin says, uh, I got some airtime on the FCS Fans Nation pod. That's because I put in some questions. You, you, you guys all know. You guys all can get time. If you want to get time on the show, it's just a matter of nailing that sweet spot when they give like an hour to ask questions on Facebook they answer everybody's questions that are yeah, asked it's,
2: it's the true like it's called the fcs fans nation for a reason because yes. they use like fan input to create or to decide what the, the show is going to be about yep. so definitely go check those guys out but we're here to talk about jackrabbit football yes hobo day i wasn't able to get there very
1: early so you're gonna have to tell me how the tailgating went Bad. Tailgating was awesome. Um, yeah. Really good time. Obviously, um, what, what's the look for Chad?
0: Uh, I was just going to ask if he was early like he was at the podcast. Is that fair to say? <laughs>
1: he was about that early. Yeah, I said I wasn't. Everything was taken care of. Um, <laughs> it's, um anyways, uh, yeah. So, um, the, the 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 tailgate was phenomenal. Um, got to see Matt he come by our tailgate and then, um, went up and got to see parents tailgate and the Gronowskis and all those guys, um, went over and went over to the Drake's tailgate. That was pretty cool. Getting to see that. That was fun. Um, Terry youngen brought over his, uh, homemade margarita machine, which a little bit of work in progress, but I think sweet. Uh, so that was really cool, but you know, it was, it was the whole point of tailgate, man. It's awesome. It's always awesome. Um, Met a couple Good. met a bunch of people who listened to the podcast. It was the first time I was stopped like on my walk to the backyard with someone being like, Hey, I listen to the pod. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tailgate was great. Um that I would say the tailgate was on par with how the game went. Uh did anybody comment on our new sign? A lot of people commented on the new sign. The new sign's sweet. Good. She's a beauty. I, I don't yeah. know if I put a picture on Twitter and I, I don't know if I dare right now. Um yeah, we should have yeah
2: but uh we may we may have people we may have fans sign
1: sign the sign yes that's something we were talking about getting a white magic marker um how about you a the silver magic you sign it i yeah, said silver whatever. too i silver, thought it'd be cool. silver whatever yeah silver. yeah yeah it's agreed i don't even know if they make white ones honestly i just was going with the colors yes, oh ariel didn't get to see it either i'll i'll shoot you a text honey um <laughs> <laughs> it's in the garage oh but anyway on to the anyways. games
2: it did go extremely well uh yeah jim's like hey
1: idiots stop yeah, stop it but nobody cares anymore the the funny part is the hair raisers because we tailgate with those guys listen to their pod too if you listen to us they do a great job um but the hair raisers <laughs> they looked at that and uh <laughs> they called it right away we brought up the cool thing we we're gonna have Phil's like it's a it's a it's a banner, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, he's like, I saw Ben when well, he saw it and was all thought it was really cool. I'm like, oh yeah. So they're, <laughs> they were questioning a little bit, if they should get a new banner. I'm like, no, it still looks great, you know, but I mean, do, do what you gotta do. Um, they threw out some fun ideas. They actually were throwing out the idea of us bringing our, bringing the podcast stuff up and doing a FCS game day type setup from our tailgate when we do mm. home games, which I like this. Could be fun. So they will see if viewers wanna weigh in on that, if that's something they'd want to see or not. But anyways, yeah, the Wi-Fi would be the issue. So mm-hmm. that would be
0: pretty good during like a, you know a playoff game when you know there's not as many people quite. Right. I think mm-hmm. It wouldn't wouldn't work well for Hobo Day because there's just so much going on.
1: Well, and the crowd was phenomenal this year. It was year. awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic.
2: I mean almost almost a sellout.
1: Right. And the thing was, I heard somebody say, you know, I can't believe that that was the biggest crowd in um, Hobo Day history, but we forget how much bigger the Mm Dana is than Coffin alumni. Like Coffin alumni have what, maybe 10,000 actual seats. And then they'd slam 7,000 people around the fence (laughs) in standing room (laughs) only. (laughs) It's not the the best way to... um, not the best way to watch a game, but it's, it's just so much bigger. I mean, you get over that 18,000 mark, it's pretty much bigger than anything Coughlin could ever hold.
2: Uh, Ariel asked, what was the seat count? I think it was just over 19,000, right? Yeah, it was 19,041. Yeah. There you go.
1: In stereo. I just saw your text, Brendan. I did not forget. Okay, I just want to make sure. You know, when a guy shows up after the clock flips to eight o'clock, I get on more mine, Nancy, it was still seven
2: fifty nine on mine. I, I, had, I had time God. to
1: spare. <laughs> this explains a guy's lot never of things. Been in the <laughs> this explains a lot of things, my man. <laughs> <It> really does. <laughs> All right, let's.
2: Uh, yeah. For we're not we're really going to move on to the game now. Yeah, this time we mean it. Okay. Yeah, sure. So. uh sadness we didn't get our 50 butter burger uh so close again so close right we, next to the 50 we butter had, it was
1: right in our face
2: we had 42 with like uh 10 minutes left in the third quarter and i was like oh yeah. this is it's gonna happen today and it just didn't and that's yeah. sad uh because we wanted that culver's 50 butter burger uh we'll get it uh we're gonna get it sometime this year i feel it mm-hmm. um but the good thing is Again, the same as the week prior, no field goals.
1: Uh,
2: All touchdowns. Mm -hmm. uh, We had seven touchdowns against UND, seven touchdowns against Indiana State. And that is huge to be able to finish off drives with touchdowns and not field goals. Um, It was uh, something that we struggled with early in the year. And it seems like, I don't know, Lujan's kind of in a groove right now. Um, You know, somebody mentioned, that we just haven't mentioned Lujan much, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because he's, yeah. Dallas was talking about that. How you know it's he's just he's in a groove, and he, he's he's calling good plays, and guys are executing. Um, you know, as far as the offense goes, like you know, huge credit to our offensive line. They absolutely dominated that game. Yes. Uh, the the holes to run through were just massive. Like. Yep. Like three touchdown runs, I think, they just didn't get touched, which is yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, you usually get one of those maybe, but and Gronowski had all all the time in the world to throw the ball on most almost every pass he made. Um, so yeah, huge credit to the, the six oh five hogs.
1: Well, that's what I was gonna say with the red zone percentage going up, I think. Part of that is, you know, Luan getting in a groove. And I think the bigger part of that is the, of- uh, the offensive. Offensive. I had a gym teacher used to say that. Offensive line. The offensive line really gelling together. The hogs are, are really starting to perform well over these last couple of weeks. So you can tell they're really clicking. That. And I love that play when they shift mark over and then do the direct snap to the running back. Mm-hmm. You can see because. Mark is such a running threat. When they do the read option off of it, they have mm-hmm. to respect him. And yeah. you can see the dudes jump outside towards it, and that's part of why that plays so wide open because their outside backers are having to respect Mark. And it's just and the Red Sea opens up when you're with the line blocking like they are right now, and it's been just a lot of fun to watch that play. Really enjoyed it. And <laughs> yeah, then, no doubt. Like Randy Jacobs says, (laughs) it would have been 50 Butterburger if they hadn't done such a good job containing our tight ends. The 13 personnel is just fun. It's just fun to watch, man. It is so fun to watch because we're so dangerous out of it compared to what any other team can throw out there. I can't imagine being a defensive coordinator trying to plan for that.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, having Tucker Craft out there is just a complete game changer. Um, He just... He eats yards when he gets the ball. Like he yeah. it's like he gets the ball and then he's 25 yards downfield immediately. <laughs> like I don't know how he does it, but he's like he's like a, a running back when he gets in the open field. His mm-hmm. vision is really good, his agility is really good, yep. and he's hard to bring down. And he's just he's a problem for mm-hmm. for the rest of the FCS if he's healthy. Um, so yeah, it's just fun to watch. Um, you know, back to those. Uh, run plays you know they did I think a read option one time and then like a fake pitch to him the next time Mm -hmm. yeah I mean and it's it's so hard to stop um outside of that uh huge credit to Amara again he's looking good uh Angel Johnson had some nice runs we saw Mm -hmm. some of the potential that you know we've kind of talked about and you know kind of wanted him to get some carries because I think he's got the chance to be a pretty good back um yeah, outside of that, I was, don't know anything else on our offense. Mike Morgan getting a touchdown—that was fun to see, right, uh, right before half—and love the aggressiveness as Chad mentioned on the A team. Um, not uh, just playing for a field goal, going for a touchdown there it was awesome. Um, and then Gronowski, just—I uh, yeah. mean, what else? You can't say enough good things about him. Mm-hmm. Like the dude just comes out every week and is solid, doesn't make mistakes. Uh, makes good throws, throws away the ball when he needs to. Um, of the, I think it was like 23 or 28 of right. the five incompletions, I bet, I think at least three of those five were like throwaways where there was nothing there. He just did the smart thing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, basically two incompletions is all he had. And it's just, I don't know. He's just fun to watch. He's a, he's a gamer, man.
1: Right. And, you know, I was listening to the, the Stig show and somebody asked um, about, because Stig's been talking about how the game slowed down so much for him mm. already at his age. And somebody asked, you know, kind of what's that mean? And I assume uh, a lot of our listeners probably know, you know, what that means. And Stig described it. Um, but for me, it's kind of like the difference between the first time you ever get behind the wheel of a car and uh-huh. you're trying to drive and you're just trying to look at everything at once. And your brain doesn't process it as that fast because you're new and you're looking for other cars and you're nervous. And then after you drove for five, ten years where you could be eating a Big Mac while you're driving down the road and still have your stuff together. For most people, not everybody. Um, but, it's, I mean, you can see how slow the game is for him. That's, that mustache that he's got going on is a thing of beauty. <laughs> I hope he keeps um, it. <laughs> it. It's phenomenal. Well, we were talking with uh, Deb Granowski, and she said it has to do something to do with um, – he's doing whatever the linebackers do to their new guys or something really <laughs> or it has to do with the linebackers um doing their facial hair that way and then she's worried because they make the freshman linebackers die theirs <laughs> so she's <laughs> worried he's gonna die it um I don't think he has to that thing I mean the immediate top 10 mustache in the FCS that thing is elite um yeah it's really impressive he's he if he walked (laughs) down like in la and was walking around with that he might get some uh (laughs) explicit movie uh contract offers just for the mustache itself that's amazing but
2: (laughs) um, that's a good way um, to say that without saying
1: it yeah see look i'm i'm genuinely trying matt to clean myself up um you're saying it's a star stash did you star star stash yes
2: did you pay your fines from the last f bomb from the last episode? I
1: wouldn't worry about that. That's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't worry about. It. We're not. We're we're on to Northern Iowa. Um, it's uh, all right. No, uh, no. For tackling, you brought up Kraft. I did want to bring this up. You brought up yeah. Kraft being hard to bring down. Um, the the Yankee brothers. Yeah, and those those two guys. You think about them. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. When you think of the Yankees and when they burst onto the scene, they were big play you know, deep post routes Mm -hmm. or, you know, routes over the middle, catching the ball, great hands, separation, that sort of stuff. Those guys are so hard to bring down. They have turned so many of those little wide receiver screens from two to three yards into seven because they just run over cornerbacks and drag them. Yeah. I mean, that is a huge, huge asset. I know, Chad, you hate it. You can hate six yards of play all day. And it's just not the best look, but you can wear that all day if you want, buddy. That play has been dynamite for us, it just has. <laughs> it's, um yeah, no, they that, got a
2: they got an attitude to them that it's just like they refuse fun. to go down. They're like, yeah. yeah, you're not you're not gonna get away with that easy of a tackle on me. Like you're gonna have to try harder than that. And you, right. you're probably gonna need somebody else to come bring me down.
1: Yep, at least. That just think probably. if we
0: actually blocked well for it, how well it could work.
1: Well. <laughs> He's so, it's I'm gonna. Hey, Chad, you save some perfection. of that salt for the roads in the winter, here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all um,
2: right. Well, let's move on to the defense. Uh, yeah. The chain game just keeps dominating, and you know we've we've mentioned it a few times this year and, and over the past few years how like our our offensive and defensive lines being really good and deep. Have allowed us to be on this run that we're on, and it's right. it, it just continues to be evident that like teams cannot handle our defensive line, that they cannot handle our four down linemen getting pressure without having to bring anybody else, and they can't handle how fresh we can stay without too much of a drop off or any drop off in talent. Um, it's it's right. just in, extremely difficult to deal with, and it's just so fun to watch.
1: Right. Um, Yeah. The defense, I I was really impressed with how the linebackers stepped up, have been stepping up with Bob gone, and then you had Spalding gone. Um, These young guys just keep coming in and making plays, and you can see them get more comfortable. Peyton Schaefer was all over the place. Dude was a beast yesterday on Saturday. It was a lot of fun to see. Um, We can get to uh, what David's bringing up later, and we talk about the national landscape things later here. Um, But Yeah, no, the defense has been a riot to watch. That was a good offense. Like, that was a very good offense. They've been putting points up on everybody. Um, Yeah. Sands, Montana. So, to hold them to seven, when they go for it, what would they have eight attempts on fourth down? Right. I mean, they did what a team that only has one win should do against the number one team, and that is throw all your chips on the table. Right. And it's annoying. But I don't blame them for doing it. That's that's totally acceptable. They were trying to win. They did not just show up to, you know, take take a loss and leave. They came to win, and you could see it in the way they called the game. Yeah. But it was really impressive uh, what the defense did. Essentially held them for under 100 yards rushing because of that fake punt they went over, which I don't really hold against the defense. That's a oh, those count as rushing yards? Sure did. That's a rushing um, play, buddy. That's yes. 29 yards of rushing. That put them over 100 yards of rushing. You betcha. Um, I really love seeing both Yankees back on the punt return. That seemed to work so smooth.
2: I, yeah, I was interested in that. It it worked out a couple times. Um, I do wonder if it's more difficult to guard for fake punts if you got two guys back. Yeah, um, But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it causes problems in coverage because you're running down there and you don't know where the ball is. You're trying to watch to see where the guy is, and you don't know which of those two guys are going to catch the punt. Um, so I do like seeing some creativity in that area. Um, I don't like seeing that fake punt work so well because our guys were just lost and didn't know that it was even happening. Um, yeah,
1: But uh, what do you do? Well, that happened. I looked over at Chad and I said, boy, I'm glad we had two guys back because he was all the way through. The front <laughs> exactly. I'm <weapons>, so. yeah, <laughs> glad right. we had two guys
2: back there to Get a shot on them. Yeah, um, they did not. They did not know. Um, somebody mentioned earlier. Really, I think it was uh, Tammy or Terry was uh, talked about how we didn't punt until like late fourth or mid fourth quarter, yep. um, which is awesome. That um, our starting offense did not have to punt the ball at all, which is yep. is perfect. Like, Seven straight
1: touchdown drives.
2: Cannot ask for better than that. Um, back to the defense. One time. Uh, Another game with an interception. I think it's 12 or 13 straight.
1: I think it's more than that. It's something crazy. I feel crazy. like it's more than that. It's, it, it it's around way 13. It's the last year.
2: Yeah. Because
1: um, I think it was in the teens before, like, the Missouri State game. Hmm. I, if I remember right. We're going to have to look that up. We need, we, need, we need to get a stats guy. Yeah. <laughs> chad sort of uh no chad, 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 you want to go ahead chad that? that's why i said we need a stats guy, <laughs> stats guy not that you're supposed to be the stats guy he's giving us these looks like what uh what else do i have to do in this place Wait, <laughs> you can see chad when he's off screen i can't even
2: see him yeah you're
1: not worthy All
2: right.
1: yeah we've discussed this before if you were to <laughs> log in just one time from your browser and actually log in instead of follow the link, then you would have these capabilities, but you are just not um, special-ish enough. So, all right, yeah. And uh, that's why uh, your face freezes. Maybe it's why your face freezes.
0: <laughs>
1: no, that was now you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you have me until you, your eyeballs moved a little bit. Yeah, that was that was almost good. And then you then you, then you screwed it up. Um, anyway. Yeah, we are plus 12 turnover margin, like Rick, Rick Jensen says. That's what we're... Which is unreal.
2: I I don't know how sustainable that is, but I love that our defense is uh, getting the ball back to the offense as soon as possible. Um, Last thing on the defense, yeah, you mentioned the linebackers. Jason Freeman just keeps shining. Dude had 10 tackles. Um, Savion Williamson had five. Peyton Schaefer had four. And then just he's just such a luxury to have that hybrid safety linebacker. Yeah, we're not going
1: to have him for the first half.
2: Well, yeah, that's uh that's a problem. Yeah, um that
1: sucks.
2: And it's complete bull. Uh
1: well it's just the, that's that's the, following the letter of the law instead of the spirit of the law is what it is.
2: Oh, exactly. They there needs to be a change to that where they need to allow some judgment of was it egregious or not? Like okay. his helmet touched the face mask, probably. Sure. Do, should, does he deserve to be ejected and be out for the start of the next game or the first half of the next game absolutely not it wasn't even close to being like on purpose or egregious and i don't even think if the guy doesn't jump and have his, the top of his helmet come down on the top of uh stalbert's helmet that's not going to be a penalty if he doesn't yeah. jump stalbert had his head to the side and would have hit his shoulder would have been a clean hit and it's just like when receivers are downfield and uh A DB is going in for the tackle and the receiver lowers his level and then they hit helmets and then it's the DB's fault. It's like uh, just there has to be some judgment there of like, was it the guy's fault or was it just because of the way the play happened? And it's just ridiculous that there isn't that uh, ability to make that judgment.
1: Well, here's the issue I have with it because I think we all can agree that you know, by the letter of the law it was, well, by the letter of the law, targeting happens more than once. I mean, that happens a lot. Um, by rule, I think there's sometimes targeting should be called on running backs who are lowering their helmets into people's other people's helmets, but that never gets called. So what this sort of a targeting getting called after Graham getting called for it tells me in the amount of times we've had targetings reviewed and looked at, it tells me this is something that, the MVFC officials have talked to each other and are telling each other to look out for this or opposing coaches are bringing it up for the game because we're a hard-hitting team and they are watching for it i promise you that's what's happening because every team if you're officiating really any sport and you're in a level like that or where there's a conference or whatever you know hey this team likes to do this let's keep an eye out for it let's keep that under control yada, yada yada um and it really feels like they're just uh they're looking for that, and I'm really concerned that we're going to start having one a game until the season's over and we get rest from another conference, and it really bothers me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a problem. Uh, Seth Meyer corrected us. He's our stats guy. He said no, we didn't get an interception against guy. the Bobcats last year, regular season. It's 14 games straight with an interception.
1: Well, then, I guess I was wrong. But, Seth, you're hired. Congratulations. Impressive either way. Yep. The pay's not great. (laughs) The pay's pays not great, but uh, we can have you be like J.I. Stats on Twitter or something. (laughs) Like the ESPN Stats and Info, J.I. Stats and Info. That that, that position's open, you know, if there's an aspiring college student who likes to look stuff up. Right. (laughs) Oh, we forgot to mention, uh, the game recap is brought to you by Dakota Iron out of Sioux Falls. Stop on by for all your heavy or even mostly heavy duty, but also light duty equipment needs for um, construction work or anything along those lines. On the west side of Sioux Falls, look for Dakota Iron or look them up online. Actually, if you pay attention on Midco, they've also got um, commercials on there as well. So make sure to get a hold of them for all your equipment needs. Good ad read. Thanks. That was smooth. Was it? Um, Thanks. I I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm trying to get my reading up to 8th a, a grade level, so I, I nice. it feels good when you tell me that. Did you read it? No. Oh, okay. That was straight <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> wait, oh, what? That, what? What? Wait, wait what? a minute. That I did. thought all have of our read. ad reads were not <laughs> right. right. On None the
0: podcast. Not podcast. of my Matt. It. Maybe Matt reads I don't know. I'm
2: trying to get 8th eighth eighth grade level of reading. Well, I was so making I just a joke, reading. Oh, and then man.
1: you got all serial about it. Well, do you actually think that I don't read at an eighth grade level?
2: That's not the point. <laughs> do
1: you I think just... so little of me, Ben? Is that where we're at?
2: Anyway, Seth says he'll accept children PBR as payment. Do you think any uh, of us have PBR? Maybe seriously? maybe we'll give you ears up as payment. PBR, I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> One and a half. Um, ears uh, Sounds up. Like, like you got some ears half.
2: up to Ray, Ray Gronowski. <laughs> yep. I saw him at the concessions. Up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Uh, so that was good. All right. I think that's it for yeah, Hobo they
1: Day. Sent, they sent Mark all over town looking for yours up, and he couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
2: We got you covered, Mark. Don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: Poor guy running all over town. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I just uh, went like five minutes down the road and picked up like a case. <laughs> hey. <laughs> nice.
2: All right. Anything else about Hobo Day Or can we move on?
1: No, I, I think we can move on. Just with, uh, I mean, the game went exactly how we wanted to. We got to rest, guys, um, mm-hmm. and we got a really tough game coming up next. Per protocol, you and I is fighting for their stupid playoff lives, their stupid dome. We will have, yep. after this weekend. We will have been in. We will we'll have played games in three of the five FCS domes, I believe. Hmm. Because there's Idaho, Idaho State. Ha, we'll be at 50% of them because there's Idaho, Idaho State, um, Northern Arizona, USD, UND. So it would be three out of seven. Dang, that number was so much more impressive when I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded so much better in my head. The right. rest of my brain caught
2: up. We'll talk about you and I in a little bit. We're going sure. to recap our picks. Uh, we didn't, go- didn't do great this week um, oh, after yeah. our two weeks of doing really well. We've done two weeks of not so well. Um, UND did not cover against Abilene Christian, but they did win 34-31. Youngstown State whooped up on USD, who seems like they've given up on the season. Youngstown State won 45-24.
1: So much for that new new quarterback.
2: I didn't even look. How Did he he play? Did he do good? He played. Yeah, he played the whole game. I don't know. I did. They put in 17 to 30. That's not mm ideal. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Uh, Missouri State uh, showed they still have a pulse. Uh, 64 to 16 is what they beat Western Illinois. Uh, We both put faith in Western Illinois. What were (laughs) we thinking? That's like. That's like
1: putting faith in your local YMCA club football team to play Missouri State and put up, put up a fight. And then they so, go and lose. They go and
2: lose by 48. <laughs> nice job, Western Illinois. Um, you and I and Southern Illinois had a crazy game. Uh, yes. Southern Illinois had a chance to uh, win it at the end. Uh, they got down to the one yard line with a hail mary. They couldn't do it. So UNI and I keeps their playoff hopes alive. U um, and I won thirty seven thirty six and covered. And then we've got NDSU beat uh, in Illinois State twenty four to seven. That's the only game that I covered, and I covered by half a point. <laughs> so and I
1: think I picked – Did I, I did I pick Illinois State?
2: No, you had NDSU in that one.
1: I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right
2: so all right. i needed that needed that one thanks uh illinois yeah. state for hanging on there um yeah. and then neither of us had faith in sdsu which is rare um yeah That's and we line. we got burnt for it though uh we won 49 to 7 the line is only 25 and a half so
1: hey you know what i will be happy to be burned every time that we i was gonna say you SDSU. you got
2: you got burned two weeks in a row so you're gonna right. keep, keep the street going <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I might. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what the line is this week, but, um, and it's kind of funny. That kind of goes hand in hand with Mark being like, I'm tired of people talking about us having a letdown game. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I get it. I do get how that would be annoying, but now it's you and I week. And we're pretty worried about that because those guys have just been the bane of our existence for the last decade now. Um, and you know what? It's better to be talking about, the upcoming game possibly being a letdown game instead of talking about the game in the past, having been a letdown game. So I will take Mark being a little frustrated with us and that's fine. You, you, Mark, you can be as mad as you want at me. As long as you take it out (laughs) on that purple team this weekend, I'm totally down with it. Um, yeah we'll
2: provide as much bulletin board material as you want us to (laughs) yeah
1: do you need me to make stuff up i can be ridiculous and say stuff i don't believe but i i just i we are trying to be straight with people here too when we say stuff yeah that's true (laughs) um yeah so uh to recap i went one and five
2: not great you went two and four um 29 29 30 overall and you're 30 and 29 overall so that is where we're at with the picks um let's bring up uh, let's do the Missouri Valley standings
1: Fade Brendan get Rich was brought to you by shenanigans pub Sioux Falls if you aren't going there stop by shenanigans for the away game this weekend and the South Sioux Empire Staters will also be there having a party go on down partake, have some drinks, watch a game have a good time they always have the um tv announcers on over the speakers in the restaurant so you get to keep up with the game really well so go on down to shenanigans grab you some food and beer and watch the jacks play if you can't make it down to northern Iowa, even though it sounds like a huge amount of jacks fans are going to uni right
2: are you going down to uni or to shenanigans I
1: i might go to shenanigans I'm thinking of going, I'm going to shenanigans. Um, work Thanks. is keeping me in town. I got to be on call over the weekend, so mm. I think
0: there should uh, be a lot of. What's Matt up? Matt and I are going. Matt and I are going with
1: Rick Jensen. So, something like <laughs> Dallas is going too.
0: And Dallas is likely going. I was just going to hop on and say they do have like a promo code for like ten dollars tickets. So yep. don't do like one listener and buy a forty dollars <laughs> ticket. Womp womp.
1: <laughs>
2: That's all I. have. Yeah, so if check you do the want to go to the, that code. Yeah, if you want to go to the UNI game, make sure you pay 10 bucks, not 40 bucks. Um, yep. thank you for that, putting shot Santa. <laughs> I love that he changed
1: his name. That's his name, putting shot Santa. I, like, know, I it, love it. Were you there for that? Yeah, no, you weren't there for, for that on Hobo Day. He's become putting shot Santa. We're gonna get him a whole well, outfit. I'm the
2: one that playoff <laughs> games coined it on the on oh. the me on the meme I made.
1: Oh, okay, well, whatever. It's, it's, it's got steam. I'm glad it's a thing. Steam. I'm glad it's a thing. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. We're going to paint his beard white. And he's going to go around to the ho ho hos and give him pudding shots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, yes, anyway. Do, go to,
2: do go to shenanigans if you can. I cannot, but um, that should be a good time this weekend. Um, so Chad's got the Missouri Valley conference standings up SDSU is sitting the top pretty comfortably six and in the conference. Then we have got NDSU at four and one Northern Iowa and Southern Illinois at four and two, uh, Illinois state and UND at three and two along with Youngstown state at three and two. And then we've got some not so good stuff going on at the bottom, Missouri state and USD one and four Indiana state and Western Illinois. Oh, and five, um, Do we want to talk about playoff implications at this point for the Valley? Yeah, I'm down. So uh, the question, the big question, is that a lot of people in the FCS landscape are talking about is just how many teams keep those standings up if you can, Chad? If you could, um, back up. uh, Just how many of the Missouri Valley teams are going to make it to the playoffs? Um, You usually need, I mean, uh, pretty much almost always, you need at least seven. fcs wins um to make it to the fcs or fbs wins to make it to the playoffs um now the interesting thing is there are quite a few teams that have the opportunity to get to seven um but the question will be is the valley strong enough this year to get multiple seven win teams in brendan your thoughts
1: um you know, it, it's kind of a multiple point question because not every one of these teams are gonna be able to get two seven. Um, I believe uh Illinois State and Youngstown State play each other. Um this I week think, that's a big game. Um, I mean yeah, that's Southern that's Illinois. essentially
2: that's essentially an elimination game, the yeah. Illinois State Southern Illinois game. So you're gonna knock knock one of those up.
1: And I think Youngstown State plays Southern Illinois later too if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong. But either way, some of these teams are just going to knock themselves out um, by default. I do think um, the national image is a little bit overblown because um, people like Kyler Neal, we love you, Kyler. Um, he claims he doesn't dislike the Valley. He's got a raging hate boner for the Valley, and that's okay. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Like If I was a Big Sky or CAA or OBC or whatever fan, I would be gleefully tap dancing on the graves of the Missouri Valley football conference. Um, Is the Missouri Valley football conference the best conference in the country right now? No, I don't think you can look somebody in the eye and make that statement when Southern Illinois very well could be the third best team in the conference. And they got absolutely got it pushed in by incarnate word who, yeah, they're ranked in the top 10, but if they play uh Valley team of two years ago or a year ago or whatever, that's a top three in the Valley team. They most certainly don't win by 40. Um, you know, so there's some of that going on. I do think um, the Valley will for sure have three to four teams in. I don't think there's any way we get five. If we end up with a log jam of seven of four teams that end up with five, with five teams eligible, if you, so to speak for the playoffs, we're not getting five. Somebody's getting left home. And it'll be because of having no good wins. Um, Southern Illinois, if they do get to seven and five, um, I think they're kind of a lock to get in because they do have that FBS win. Um, Northern Iowa, if Northern Iowa gets to seven and five, they're a lock because that means they beat us. So they will have a win against the number one team in the country on their resume. And when it comes to bubble teams, no bubble team's going to have that sort of resume. Um, it is tough though because if you look around the country, you've got a nine and two Fordham team who just took Holy Cross, who whether they're actually this good or not, based off of resume, is ranked in the top ten, and they just took them to however many overtimes, um, and then they took their FBS game to multiple overtimes. Yeah, three. Chad's sh- showing. Um, so there, if you're a seven and four team with wins against, you know. USD, Missouri State, Western Illinois, and Indiana State. I would not be feeling too comfortable with that without any good out-of-conference wins. And nobody really has many good out-of-conference wins, except for us, by the way. That UC Davis win was getting poo-pooed, and they are starting to um, – the only phrase I can think of, I'm trying to avoid talking like that on the air. So um, they're starting to paddle some teams, and it's fun to watch. They're pretty good.
0: They're starting to come on late
1: like a resource. Yes, yes. Um, and and we all knew they were a good team, so we'll probably we might end up with the best out of conference win outside of Southern Illinois win over Northwestern. Um,
2: Chad, Chad but, I love I love how you're on screen, but you're not. He's Wilson not an accident, right now, is it?
1: He's, he's Wilson from Home Improvement right now, just peeking over. Oh, you over there, neighbor. Yes. Just wanna, in the comments, I want to be on screen, but also not on screen. I just want people to know I'm here, I don't want them to know what I'm doing. Well, I can't
0: talk if I'm off screen now, can I? <laughs> Hoover and dump Don't of that. Look at him go. Ah, <laughs> uh, I knew we were going to work that in this week after our discussion last week. <laughs> yes,
1: um, but speaking not of Schneef, the isn't thing.
0: there a guy on you and I whose name's
1: vaguely like that? But... Yeah, I don't, I don't know, Schnee, Schnee, but. Um, the other issue is if you look at the, um, yeah, Ron, I I think you're smoking some crack. The Valley probably gets three in if I'm sorry, that is your big sky hate boner and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that but we're probably going to get two at-large bids.
2: Not the first time Ron said
1: something out, outlandish on the pod. Right. Um, the other issue is, though, when you're an at-large team right now, um, <clears throat> what is going to be killer for at-large spots is you need South, southeastern Louisiana to lose. Because as of right now, they would not get an at-large in any way, shape, or form, but because they snuck one out on Incarnate Word, they're going to get the auto bid if they went out. So, Incarnate Word's going to take an at-large spot because they're ranked in the top ten in most polls, or at least top twelve. So they're not getting kept out. So that's going to steal a spot, and unless stuff really gets sideways, um, it'll be very curious. But um, you could say, yeah, UC Davis is sixth in the Big Sky, but look at all the better Big Sky beat them, teams beat them by what—the two-one score games, Ron. Or that one offshoot after they played at number one, number two, and number four in the country's places, and then had to play a fifth game against the top five or top ten ranked team. Beat them. That does matter, and it was on the road. So, but anyways, uh, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, that doesn't I, need to be without getting game. too lost into the semantics of it. Um, the reality is, is I get it. The Big Sky is the best conference in the country right now. Got it. That's fine. You're still not better in South Coast State as it sits right now. We'll find out in the playoffs, but resume wise.
2: Um yeah. So, <laughs> so SDSU and NDSU are locks. Uh yeah. you and I is the next team down. They have to win both of their remaining games. Mm-hmm. Uh one of them is against us this week, which makes it so dangerous. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's assume that we win that game. You and I is not in. Right. southern illinois has to win their next two games one of those games is at ndsu i think it's at ndsu is it or is it at southern illinois at southern illinois but anyway against ndsu um let's go ahead and assume ndsu wins that one southern Illinois is not making the playoffs uh and then und is likely making the playoffs based on their remaining schedule Um, so they probably are the third kind of shoe in in the Valley right now. And then it comes down to Illinois state and Youngstown state. Um, that's going to be likely the fourth team to get in and they play this week. Um, so that's a huge game in the Valley this week between Youngstown state and Illinois state, uh, because the loser, that game will not make the playoffs. The winner still probably could, um, even if Illinois State loses against – if they win this week and then lose against us next week, they could still get to seven wins and make the playoffs. So um, and now Youngstown State could also, I guess, get to seven wins, but that's less likely. Um, I guess they played Missouri State and Southern Illinois the last two games. But the point is uh, there's a, po- a very strong possibility that Missouri Valley only gets three in um they're not going to only get two in um there is a small chance that they get four in there's no chance that they get five in Does that sum it up pretty well
1: yeah i think the only way the valley ends up with like two teams in uh is if
2: U and D would have to trip on their well against against indiana state or usd
1: and well, i'm gonna get into that with UND. and d So you need UND to stumble against USD or Indiana State. Mm -hmm. You need Southern Illinois to stumble in their next game. Then you need Southern Illinois and UND to beat North Dakota State. And then you need – and that would knock those three teams out of contention. So we're not even NDSU isn't
2: even getting in the playoffs. In this exactly. That, that's what
1: I'm saying. That's what would happen. Are we down to happen. one valley team at this point? I think you'd get like a <laughs> you'd get a Youngstown State or somebody in there, but um, that would be the like the doomsday scenario for the Missouri yeah. Valley. Which, by the way, I'm all for it. I'm loving these playoff brackets without valley teams in it. Yeah, that's fine. Like, like dude, these are the best. We don't have to play a team for a second time this year. I hope they all lose. I hope none of them make the playoffs. I hope SDSU is the only one in the playoffs. We get the number one seed, and none of them else make the playoffs. That would be just fantastic. Or
0: watch us get opposite sides of the bracket and both end up in the the finals. Because that's happening. Yeah,
2: like only only two valley teams make it, and we're in the opposite sides of the bracket, and we still make we still both make it to Frisco. Right, it, it could be-
1: happen. That would
2: make the Big Sky so angry. It would be fun, (laughs) but I I don't don't love it.
1: I have a hard time right now seeing NDSU win a road semifinal game as they're currently playing. Um,
2: Depends who the matchup is. Right. Because the thing is, like, I mean, yeah, does the Big Sky look pretty good right now? Yeah, but I don't know how much confidence I have in – I don't have a whole lot of confidence in Weber State. Um, Weber State almost just beat – montana state and sac state is the one that's probably looking the best so far um and they've still got i think they've got is it two tough games left or is it just one um but they haven't had to play montana state um and so i don't know i mean i feel like it's still oh yeah so sac state plays weaver state this week so we'll see how that goes um and then they have to play UC Davis the last game of the year. So we'll see how Sac State finishes out. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the big sky is talking pretty highly themselves right now, but we'll oh, see yeah, them come, come playoff I mean, time.
1: Ron's going to be so mouthy once the playoffs start. It's going to be just <laughs> unbelievable. It. And, you know, we probably don't want to get too – Ron's inlies. our new um, Patrick Furks. Like, whatever yes, happened to that Yes, and guy? that's okay. Yeah, I don't remember what happened to Patrick. I like Ron. He's good. He's um, good. I like Ron better. Ron's more fun than Patrick. I do too. I do. Sorry, Patrick. What'd you I say? We you, don't want to get in the weeds on. Um, too far into the playoff predictions because let's all remember we have an end of the week bye. So we can just have a whole this is true. episode. This is true. Just chopping it's, this up after the Illinois State game. So don't it's fun to talk about though. It's it November. It's so fun to talk about. It's so fun to talk about. It's my favorite. All
2: right. Uh let's it put really up the is. top twenty five. The top twenty five goes SDSU at one, Sac State, Montana State, Weaver State, NDSU at five, Incarnate word, holy cross, w- William and Mary, Idaho, and is that you well,
1: know who that is? Yes, that's Sanford. I
2: didn't I did not recognize that logo. <laughs> yeah. Did they get a new logo?
1: Uh maybe a couple years. It looks ago, newish. But I think you're used to seeing it with their
0: I um, think the ears are cut off and that's screwing you up.
2: Yeah, something's going on there. But anyway,
1: they're not cut off. That's how their logo is.
2: Anyway, uh, so that's the top 10. And then go to the rest of the top 25. And we've, for Valley teams, we've got uh, UND is the only one sitting at number 24. Um, Ron Lowney says, do us a favor and send Montana to NDSU. Um, Sure. (laughs) Sure.
1: I'd rather that Montana got sent to us. That'd be great. I mean, if you want a revenge tour, if you want a true revenge tour, it would be sending Montana to us and then NDSU to us and having both their playoff dreams die in Brookings after <laughs> the amount of times that role's been reversed. I want them to be freezing and miserable. <clears throat> but as we said, that's in the future. This is gone. agreed. So what we
2: need to talk about now is this week's picks. Um, speaking of NDSU, they go to Western Illinois. Uh, this spread, I don't understand what's going on here because the site that I get spreads from now says that NDSU is only favored by 10.5 in this game. NDSU. <laughs> Duh. Um, you don't even need to talk about it. That's NDSU. Move no, here. no, no, no. Oh, okay, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, no, 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 I got these backwards. Hey. I got these backwards. Oh, you're killing us, uh, UND is favored by 10 and a half. NDSU is favored by 28 and a half. Now that's a little more of a decision to make.
1: Oh, that's so what's NDSU favored by? Which, 28 which, and a half. 28 and a half. Give me NDSU.
2: I think so, too, I, after Western Illinois got stomped well, by 48 against Missouri State.
1: Well, the thing and, is with that game is um, Western can't run the ball very well. They pass, And NDSU's defensive strength is against the pass. They're very good against the pass on defense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Western sucks on defense. So, yep. yeah, I think they win by 25. I think they win by 28 or 35. Depends what they're feeling that day.
2: Agreed. Yep. I will take NDSU in that one as well. Um, and then you've got UND going to Indiana State, who we just played. UND is favored by
1: 10.5. I... <clears throat> I'm going to take the trees. Ooh. Here's why. I'm probably out thinking myself on this a little bit, but here's the deal. Um, look at how Indiana State's performed at home against conference teams. Um, they've done pretty well. Uh-huh. Their offense is pretty good. Uh-huh. Their defense sucks. UND's defense sucks. So you've got two good offenses against two good defenses, and they're two offenses that don't control the ball. They throw the ball more so. Um, it's at Indiana state. Um, UND just gave up 31 points to Adeline Christian who beat, um, God, they beat a garbage team down the Southland by like three points. (laughs) Like I was just looking at this, like, and that's at home and we know what UND does on the road. So I'm going to take the trees all day. And this might actually be the game I actually put money on this year is that game there. I might even put some money on Indiana State to win and ruin North Dakota's playoff chances or make so North Dakota has to win at NDSU. Is that just out of spite? No, no. I I (laughs) would not be shocked. Indiana State has been close enough that at some point they're going to ruin somebody's season, and I think this is the season that does it. Mm -hmm. You know, UND Uh, just had two emotional games. One, I mean, they're – Crotch parts are still sore from getting their faces stomped in against us, and then they have a nail biter against Abilene Christian of all teams. Stomp their faces so hard that their crotch parts hurt. Yeah, all the, all the blood from up in their head got pushed down there, and it hurt. <laughs> anyway, I team, was going to say something the team else. You were thinking I'm trying of to clean it is up.
2: Southern Utah.
1: Yeah, who's not good? Yeah, like they're improved, but. I mean, if they're in the Valley, they're awful. Yeah. All right. So uh,
2: you picked Indiana State. I will also pick Indiana State. Um, I think that that's going to be a very high-scoring game. The total is 57.5. Go over in that one. I think both teams score at least 35. Yep. Um, all right. And then Missouri State, who bounced back, they go to USD. Missouri State's favored by three in that one. I will take Missouri State there. Um, i don't I don't think USD has it, has it in them to even get up for this game.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. You got two teams that seem to have gave up on their seasons. Um, but I think USD, their teams actually I think the domes actually gonna have a reverse effect on them when it's not d days and they just got pummeled on the road like they did. And they walk out into the dome, and it's just crickets. I think it's going to really mess with them mentally. And, God, I don't know. Missouri State's favored by three.
2: This is a great podcast audio. I'm gonna take. People uh, uh, are <laughs> gonna, gonna check their phones. You, like, did my phone just <laughs> die? Am I buffering?
1: <laughs> Am I buffering? Oh, that's great! I've always wanted to try this new movie called Buffering.
2: Aaron <laughs> says we need a BT Mafia Bingo game. <laughs> if Brendan drops an F bomb, you get a check mark. Uh, every F-bomb. time he drops an F bomb, you take a drink. <laughs>
1: oh, that's like
2: that's only one um, an episode. Drink a Ow, beer. Change? It's
1: three quarters of one on average per episode. Someone keep track of those stats and let me <laughs> know what my average is per episode.
2: Seth, our stats guy. Yeah, Seth's <laughs> guy. All right. GI stats and info. So did you buddy. end up? Who did you even end up taking? I got so bored I didn't even listen to who you, who you took.
0: <laughs> Brendan, keep your composure, <sighs> sir. Keep your composure. I'm trying.
1: I, he has to say that shit when I'm taking a drink. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm gonna take USD just okay. the opposite of you and the game to get another game lead on you. Right. And if I if I if I win, then I'm happy. But also if I lose, I'm happy.
2: Uh Jim Poppin asked if Bob Nielsen is coaching for his job. Maybe.
0: Potentially, yeah. Yeah, he I, could
2: be. He loses I, I was, is
0: out bad. Mm. It's not a good look.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you, go, are happening. if you go only one win in the Valley. Um, yeah. Then we've got the big game that we talked about. Youngstown State goes to Illinois State, and this is essentially an elimination game for the playoffs. Um, so it's going to be a pretty fun one to keep track of. Illinois State is favored at home by one and a half
1: in this one. I wasn't listening. Seth's comment was too funny. He says he doesn't get paid paid enough for that effing stat.
0: <laughs>
1: I like it. Uh, uh, well Illinois.
2: played, sir. But he did not fall for yeah. the game. Yeah, Illinois, State, was... Illinois State. Illinois State favored at home by one and a half.
1: And they're playing uh, Youngstown. Yeah, the big game that we've talked about multiple times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. You know. uh, Indiana State's going to be banged up because that was, or Illinois State's going to be banged up because that was a physical game up in Fargo. I mean, that was a tight game at half and then they got steamrolled. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Youngstown State in this one. I think they found something with their quarterback switch a little bit and McLaughlin's a monster. I, I think Youngstown is a dark horse to make the playoffs. This is also a Youngstown State team who beat two weeks ago. Beat Western Illinois by a single point. Right, <laughs> they beat they beat Western Illinois by a point. They're they're Jekyll and high. They beat they beat
2: Indiana State the week before by six points. Um, so Rob who knows? Get, Ron who gets knows?
1: It. Ron gets why I don't drink on the podcast. If you've tailgated with me, you understand why I don't drink while I do this podcast.
2: Oh yeah, no yeah, you he is not
1: mature enough to handle himself on it's, the air. <laughs> F
2: <laughs> bombs galore, and then on the other side, Illinois State beat Indiana State by six points, and they only beat USD by two points. Um, so right. I don't know. I, I don't know who's going to win this game. Um, you took Youngstown State. I'll take Illinois State. I'll take uh, the Redbirds at home here. I think. Uh, I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be like something stupid like 12 to 13 or something. Uh, Which would not, that that's not good for me. Uh, let's go 14 to 12 because I needed Illinois State to win by two points.
1: <laughs> um,
2: anyway, and then we get to our game against Northern Iowa which is the reason why everybody showed up and waited 58 and a half minutes for us to talk about it. Um
1: fifty nine twenty if you're being exact.
2: It's just fifty eight thirty 30 on my end. Yeah, you're not worthy. anyway uh what do you think sdsu's favored by in this one or are we
1: Uh, yeah or are we (laughs) um i think we're gonna be favored by too many so i think we're gonna be favored by 13.
2: okay chad what do you think or do you know
0: i do not know but i I was thinking in the 17
2: point range is where we were favored. Hmm. Well, this line's gonna make you nervous, then we are favored by eight and a half is all. Oh,
1: oh boy. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. That line. I hate that line. I, I hate that line. I, it's so like
0: much. the prognosticators <laughs> uh,
1: have been listening to us.
0: I'm like, oh, these guys they think it's gonna be a curse. Right.
1: <laughs> First off, stop listening to us because it makes us harder to have, keep up our high average on these picks.
2: Ariel Second off, did Ariel just guess eight correctly? Yeah, Did she? Yeah, she guessed like, eight. Yeah. Congrats to Ariel. Ariel, you're supposed to be sleeping. You got guards That's tomorrow. That's what I so. thought.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just drill. This
2: is Drill. Drill. <laughs> anyway, uh, she did nail it. Uh, yeah, so we're favored by eight and a half. Um, as we've talked about, you and I needs to win these last two games to make the playoffs. Um, it is going to be a dogfight. It's, uh, they always play well in their dome. Um, Farley's always got something up his sleeve for us and, um, it'll be real interesting. You know, you and I, they like to pass the ball. Uh, they've got a pretty, uh, high powered offense. Um, but they also have a defense that gives up 400 yards a game, um, and so you know it'll be interesting. Um, their only losses are to Air Force and Sac State, Sac State's uh, top two team in the nation, um, and then UND by two and Illinois State by two, and, and both UND of those are UND. right. And both of those are potential playoff game playoff teams, um, and so. If we are going into this game thinking, well, they're only yep. uh, five and four and they're down there in the valley standings and so we should whoop them, I uh, think again, this is going to be a really tough game. Uh, this is, you know, we've, we've kind of been worried about every game we've had on our schedule um, yep. after we beat NDSU just because we want to hold on to that one seed. But this yep. was the one we've kind of had circled like, man, this could be a problem. Yep. Um, so we need to go down there and take care of business. Um uh having said who they lost to and how close those games were, they also only beat Indiana State by six, who is the yeah. team we just beat 49 to 7. Um, so you and I has kind of been up and down this year a little bit. Um uh yeah, we said they have a solid offense. Um our, our chain gang's gonna have to control this game. Yeah. We're gonna have to get to the quarterback early and often. Um DBs are gonna have to lock down their receivers. Um, The defense, or UNI's defense, uh, we can run on them. Uh, They do give up quite a few rushing yards. Um, Randy Jacobs says they give up 485 passing yards and got zero sacks. Um, I assume he's talking about UNI. Yes. Um, Yeah, so their defense is not great, uh, which is surprising because UNI's defense is usually their calling card. Um, But, yeah, as I said, we can run on them. we got to control the ball. we got to keep the ball out of their hands which our offense seems pretty good at doing. Um, and then lastly, we have to finish drives with touchdowns like we've been doing. Um, as long as we do that, as long as we're not settling for field goals, and as long as we're protecting the ball and controlling the uh, the clock, I don't think we have a problem. I will take SDSU minus 8.5, and, and I will predict that we win forty two to 21
1: okay um so you're taking us um you know it's all like you said it's all gonna come down to making day uncomfortable back there the whole time um you know honestly with the amount of fans it sounds like we have going down there hopefully we have a ton down there where it's actually I mean that place can get loud with a small amount of people we get enough people down there, we can make it difficult for their offense on in their own in their own bar. Um, kind of so awesome. like like the Olaris a little bit. Yep, that's what uh, I was gonna it, say. But realistically, what it is is it's what they modeled the Dakota dome after. Um so, <laughs> anyways, uh on that point, um, it's good on good and then good on not great. So in theory, that should work out. I'm scared of this game turning into a track meet because their mm-hmm. offense is fully capable of making that happen. And that's something that makes me nervous. I mean, they can spin that football. Um, the dude could just play and they've got good wide receivers. So if we are giving them time or they're getting a lot of time, we're going to get picked apart with the power eventually. So, um, you know, really hope we come out and play really hard. The crazy thing about this is in the last 10 years, the – um home and road records are flipped so we've won way more in the uni dome and they've won way more in brookings huh. which why i don't know um i'm assuming farley and his devil magic for the playoffs has sacrificed at least 13 goats from the top of the uni dome um, i think to counter <laughs> that someone like say chad needs to Get three sheep and then paint one, three, and four on them, and then let them loose on the UNI campus like Friday night. <laughs> but <laughs> so, um, no. But in all seriousness, I'm going to go ahead and I will. I God, I hate that line, but I'm going to. Don't do it. It's worked so well. Yeah, I'm going to take you and I. Yes, I'm going to take the points. Yes, we're going to win by forty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna t- I, I'm just worried about this being a shootout and that yeah. offense at home is going to be tough so,
2: so speaking of being I, shootout, I think we pull it out but if you, if you, like, money, out. If you yeah. like money if you like money the total on this game is only 48 and a half
1: yeah I'd hit the it's over
2: just, yeah if I you like money I'd, I'd definitely dabble with the over mm-hmm. um, get a while well it's
1: uh, I can't,
2: uh, Chad. When you put up questions, Chad's, Chad's a second broke,
1: at a time. So Terry has uh, <laughs> was asking how my hard hats Chad's broken. Chad's broken two. I broke one this year. So we've got three total between us.
2: Yeah. Well, there was like ten people who commented before that, but he f- flew through them.
1: <laughs> well, he's he's not expecting us to time. comment on all of them, but he's just yeah. giving
2: people credit for commenting by putting it up for a half a second. <laughs>
1: I mean. Yeah, I, I know that's a dig at the Hawkeyes, Ron, but uh there's definitely offense at UNI. There, uh Theo Day is the number one quarterback in the conference. He's only had three games where he's thrown for less than 300 yards. Um, they're putting up big money points. Um, but yeah, I think you know, Kraft will have a big day. Um
2: is Ron but, trying to get on our on our good side now.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What are you trying to do here, Ron? What, <laughs> what's, what's your mind games here? Oh, I think I
0: think he's actually a closet SDSU fan. He <laughs> likes the colors, so uh, yeah, you know. I
1: think he likes the colors, so he's on board with us That's all right. You can ride with us, man. You ride yeah. with us. You're welcome on the train whenever you want, buddy. But I like um, it. Maybe I don't we'll meet him in Brookings
0: when they come play for the playoffs. Yeah.
1: Well, they might have the two seat when that's all said. I know they might. I okay. think Weaver's going to beat Zach this week. I think so too. Weaver gave their game away and Sack stole one. And I don't think that's going to go so well against Weaver with their defense.
2: Yep. Uh, all right. I think that's all we got here. Yep. Uh, either go down to UNI or go to shenanigans if you can. Yep. Perfect. All in that, go big, go blue,
1: go, go Jacks. That was way early.
2: We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to thank our
0: title sponsors, Drake's Place of Bottle and Cottonwood Coffee and Bistro of Brookings. We would also like to thank our other sponsors, Dakota Iron Equipment of Sioux Falls, Shenanigans Sports Bar and Grill in Sioux Falls, and Culver's of Brookings and Watertown. And as always, Go Jazz!